Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you. Uh, The roads are a little slick this morning. We got some snow overnight. The good news, though, is it's not anything like Sunday. Yeah, it may still be a tricky commute in the London region this morning after over three and a half centimeters of snow fell overnight. Now, a winter weather travel advisory was in effect from Environment Canada overnight. It was brought to an end just after five o'clock this morning. However, the conditions still are not the greatest. If you're heading out on the roads today, the OPP hopes you will use caution. Provincial police encourage drivers to slow down, drive according to the conditions, give yourself some extra space to react to the cars in front of you. The OPP also advised you check road conditions before heading out. Make sure you clean off all of your windows properly and put winter tires on your vehicle. Now, roads inside the city this morning are bare and wet. Some could still be slippery. Sidewalks could also be slick in some areas. That's the bad news for your commute. The good news is it's a little cheaper to fill up at the pumps right now. Yeah, gas prices fell seven cents overnight, more than what was originally expected, which is always great news. Early predictions suggested the price drop would likely be five cents, but drivers won't be complaining. Most stations will charge $1.57.9 for a liter of regular this morning. Gas is expected to fall again tonight, just by one cent, though. That'll put gas in the $1.56.9 range, their lowest level since mid to late October. Now, the big winners tomorrow will be those who drive diesel. Prices for diesel drivers are set to fall by 14 cents. The drop comes after Premier Doug Ford announced on Sunday he would extend the provincial gas tax cut for another year. The original cut to the gas tax was set to expire at the end of the year, but will now run until 2024. London officially has a new city council. Yeah, London's new city council held its inaugural meeting last night and a ceremony at RBC Place that saw each of the 15 politicians take a declaration of office. The ceremony comes just over three weeks after London's municipal election, which brought eight new faces onto council. In its first meeting, uh, or in his first meeting as mayor, Josh Morgan called for unity among his colleagues, telling a crowd of about 200 people there is more that unites council than divides it. Morgan is London's fifth mayor in the last 12 years. While the meeting was largely ceremonial, they did take care of some city business. Ward 2 councillor Sean Lewis was appointed deputy mayor. Lewis will serve as deputy mayor for the full term. Ward 12 councillor Elizabeth Pelosa was reappointed as council's budget chair, a position she's held the past two years during the previous council. Like Lewis, she will hold that position for the full four years of the new term. Paul Haggis's days with a park named after him could be numbered. Yeah, two London women's groups are making a renewed push for the city to look at renaming Paul Haggis Park. It comes after the London-born director was ordered by a U.S. jury to pay a total of $10 million to a woman who accused him of rape. The London Abused Women's Centre Executive Director Jennifer Dunn says she hopes the matter is put on the agenda of the new city council. ANOVA is also looking for city council to take up the matter. Publicist Haley Breest alleged that Haggis subjected her to unwanted advances and raped her in 2013. Haggis argued the interaction was consensual. The city is currently reviewing its commemorative naming process around city assets. An update is expected next month. Overseas, Poland is investigating what its president now says was most probably a Russian-made missile that hit its territory and killed two people. 
Yeah, after today's emergency meeting of G7 and NATO leaders in Indonesia, U.S. President Joe Biden says it was, quote, unlikely the missile had been fired from Russia. But he said everyone at the table will support Poland's probe. Three U.S. officials say early assessments suggest the missile was fired by Ukrainian forces at an incoming Russian one amid uh, yesterday's salvo against Ukraine's electrical grid. A joint statement by the leaders condemned what they call the barbaric missile attacks Russia has perpetrated on Ukrainian cities and civilian infrastructure. And it has been an anxious 24 hours for Taylor Swift fans. Yeah, there's some bad blood brewing between Taylor Swift fans and Ticketmaster. Pre-sales for a handful of dates on the singer's new tour began yesterday, but angry fans report the ticketing website appeared to crash or freeze during purchase. Customers turned to Twitter to complain about Ticketmaster not loading or allowing them to access tickets despite having a pre-sale code for verified fans. However, Ticketmaster told CNN Business that the site is not down and that people are actively purchasing tickets. Ticketmaster issued a follow-up statement yesterday afternoon on Twitter, writing, quote, there has been historically unprecedented demand with millions showing up to buy tickets for Swift's tour. It told customers still waiting in the virtual queue that it is moving and to hang tight. Swift recently became the first artist ever to simultaneously claim all top 10 spots on the Billboard Hot 100 following the release of her latest album, Midnight. There's nothing people love more than being told to hang tight. I'm sure everything worked out just fine. (laughs) I'm sure Ticketmaster, it's me, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Very good, very good. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1686, Britain and France signed the Treaty of Neutrality governing possession in North America in the event of war in Europe. In 1837, authorities in Lower Canada ordered the arrest of politician and orator Louis Papineau, leader of the National Movement or the Patriot Party, after rebellion broke out over demands for democratic reforms. He fled to the U.S. and then later to France. In 1885, Métis leader Louis Riel was hanged in Regina for his involvement in the Northwest rebellions. The execution was postponed several times and pleas for clemency came from many parts of the world. In 1901, three cars in New York, uh, the Newark borough of Brooklyn, became the first to exceed the speed of one mile a minute in a car. In 1950... The Law Society of Upper Canada announced the establishment of legal aid clinics to provide legal service and assistance for needy persons in Ontario. In 1965, the Soviet satellite Venus 3 became the first man-made object to land on Venus. In 1966, during a 20-minute period, 2,300 meteors a minute streaked over Arizona. It was the greatest meteor shower ever recorded. In 1983, Margaret Trudeau filed for divorce from Pierre Trudeau on the grounds of a long-term separation. The couple had wed in 1971 and after several well-publicized differences, separated in 1977 with Pierre retaining custody of their three sons. In 1990, Northern Dancer, the first Canadian-bred horse to win the Kentucky Derby, died at the age of 29, euthanized at a Maryland breeding farm after a severe attack of colic. He won both the Derby and the Queen's Plate back in 1964 and then became the greatest stud horse in history. In 2001, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the first movie installment of the best-selling series, opened in North America. It brought a record $90 million in its first weekend and eventually grossed $976 million worldwide. So for all the Harry Potter fans out there, the first movie is now 
21 years old. In 2019, Ron McLean addressed the Don Cherry dismissal with a lengthy monologue during the first intermission of Hockey Night in Canada, saying Coach's Conner is no more. And on the day in 2020, Canada's COVID-19 case count dropped, topped 300,000 less than a month after it crossed the 200,000 threshold. Celebrating a birthday today, we have NASCAR commentator Terry Labonte turns 66. Former MLBer uh, Dwight Gooden is 58. Lisa Bonet turns 55. Maggie Gyllenhaal is 45, and Pete Davidson turns 29.